Hey friends, it's Eric Hulkerin, and welcome to another episode of the Michigan's Best Podcast. All May long, whether you're watching the video version of this podcast or you're checking out the audio version of the podcast, it is brought to you by these sponsors who helped us feed the front lines and feed first responders on Nurses Day. Zhang Financial, Henry A. Fox Sales, University of Michigan Credit Union, Garrett's Appliance, Muskegon Surgical Associates, and Chemical Bank, a division of TCF National Bank. Sherman from M Live and Michigan's Best. I'm here with my buddy John Gonzalez. John, hello. Hey, Amy, how you doing? Great. We'd like to welcome uh, today's podcast Joey Barczewski, our good friend who owns Frank's in Frankfurt, Michigan. It's one of Michigan's best restaurants, and it's also hold on, hold on, time, time out. Um, I'm getting some feedback. Okay. Uh, this is Joey. Is that you, your computer? Um, it shouldn't be. I'm hearing some noise in the background. Like, do you have something else running? I'm in a super quiet uh, place right now, so. Check, 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 check. Do you hear check, it off check, of mine? Check, Hello, we hello, hello. Maybe it's me. Hold on. I just rebooted my computer, so maybe there's something open Yeah, let me somewhere. make sure everything's shut on mine here. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear it now. Okay. Okay. So maybe it's gone. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. So we'll just keep going because we're still recording. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey everyone, it's Amy Sherman from MLive and Michigan's Best. I'm here with my buddy, John Gonzalez. John, hello. How are you doing? Great. Amy, how are you doing? You know, hanging in there, hanging in there like we all are during these times. We'd like to welcome today's podcast, our good friend, Joey Barczewski, who owns Frank's in Frankfurt. It's one of Michigan's best restaurants and it's home to the infamous Man Dip. <laughs> Joey, <Yeah>. welcome. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much for having me. Absolutely. Well, we really wanted to catch up with you because you're doing some really great things in Frankfurt for the uh, Frankfurt Community Schools and even more, which we're going to get to in a little bit. But first, tell us how it's going. What is it like in Frankfurt and what is Frank's up to right now? Um, Frankfurt's doing all right. Um, we've, uh, Benzie County's only had, I think, four cases of coronavirus, but um, you know, it's been a really slow in town. There's not many people here. My my heat just kicked on, so that's going to throw me back real quick. Do you mind if I turn it off? Oh, go I'm, ahead. Uh, These are I'm sorry. Things. That's no big deal. See how, how it is, John, right? It's always something uh, exciting when we're doing one of these phone chats, right? Yeah, you never know what's going to uh, happen. Uh, no. is, I apologize for that. No, it's okay, man. <laughs> um, but the, the town's doing pretty well. Some of the restaurants have started to open back up. Um, you're starting to see some signs of life. Um, we're planning on opening in uh, just under two weeks. And, um, you know, we're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. Uh, none of us are going to have the Memorial Day that we usually have. So um, it's just kind of a wait and see game. Um, a lot of anxiety, but I think there's still a lot of opportunity uh, coming up this summer for all of us. So. Well, Joey, like you said, uh, we're going to talk here in a few minutes, or like Amy said, we're going to talk in a few minutes about all the things you're doing in the community, but you've been open since 2015 there in downtown Frankfurt. We came there in yep. 2017 for Michigan's Best French Fries. Can you tell people really quick your backstory? Because we'd love to share that with everyone. Yeah, um, so I uh, went to Catholic Central High School and um, did the culinary program through Kent Skills and actually had your brother as one of my <laughs> um, absolutely. And um, 
from there, uh, I did that two-year program and then went to Albion College and um, got my bachelor's in economics. Um, and then uh, from there, I, I knew I wanted to open a restaurant when I was very young. So I uh, moved to Frankfurt and pretty much took all I have and opened a hot dog restaurant, kind of on a whim. Um, and since then, uh, it's exceeded all my expectations. Uh, we've become one of the premier lunch options in all northern, northwest Michigan, I'd say. And um, it's really just taken off. So it's been good. Now, why did you decide on Frankfurt, coming from the Grand Rapids area? What was it about Frankfurt um, that drew you in? Frankfurt was the place I came as a child, pretty much. Um, from when I was five years old, this is like where I learned to fish and where uh, I felt most comfortable. And I wanted to get out of the, you know, the hustle and bustle, so to speak, of Grand Rapids and move up to somewhere where, you know, at some point I'm going to want to raise a family and um, be part of a community that's really close-knit. And that's what Frankfurt offers. It also doesn't hurt that it's one of the most beautiful spots in the state. <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. What's funny is that, you know, you see that, and like, that was my thought process moving up here, but it, there's a point in the summer, every summer, where you're in that summer grind, and then you drive along the bay to Alberta, and like, holy crap, I live in one of the most beautiful places in the country. <laughs> so uh, my favorite times of year uh, are fall and spring, because I actually get to enjoy what Frankfurt has to offer, but I love summer because I love uh, I love what I do. So well, we love what you do. I know my brother Pete uh, there at the KCTC. Everyone there is proud of you and what you've you've built there because you really have built something special. Um, the whole philosophy, and I think Amy and I fell in love with, is that you care about your workers and your community, and uh, I think that's why why you're you're why you're going to be around for a long time. Yeah, I. Uh, the thing that's weird is, you know, there's there's usually quite a bit of turnover um, in, you know, Frankfurt and North, Northern Michigan restaurants in general. And a lot of the employees I have have been around me since since the beginning, you know, at least since year two. Um, so it's just they keep coming back. Um, and it's really, you know, the new concept that we're going over is Frank's family. So it's not just my employees, but it's the entire community that come into the restaurant. Um, and that community goes from New York to California. We have people like during the crisis, I made, I don't know, 80 phone calls. Cause I get, you know, I give my cell phone number out to everybody. And um, from families in New York city that come to the restaurant to families in Florida to there's a guy in Nevada, a couple people in California, just to make sure everyone was doing well. And that's the whole concept is that I wanted to create a family. So my restaurant people are a family. Um, and then everyone that comes in and dines and once they get to know us, they become family as well. I think it speaks to what Frankfurt is that, I mean, you guys have Absolutely. such an incredible community. So let's talk about what you're working on to give back to the Frankfurt community from Frank's. So basically we were sitting in these Zoom meetings, which I just love. I love Zoom meetings. They're just a guy with ADD's best dream is to have a Zoom <laughs> meeting. Um, but we were talking and um, basically it started out that we wanted to do some form of alcoholic slushy this year. So we only had a small space where we could do the non-alcoholic slush. And I'm like, well, um, and we had red and blue slushy mix. So I said, it's purple. So, you know, that's the school colors up here is purple. Um, so we said, why don't we set up a nonprofit with that? And um, as we started brainstorming, you know, a lot of the schools are going virtual with their graduations. So I said, you know, our community, you have to realize, like when you have a graduation, when you have a football game on a Friday night, the entire community is there. 
it's not just the families. It's, it's, it's we're all together at once. So us not being able to have a get together for the community is absolutely devastating. You know, in a time period where you have nothing to look forward to, it seems like it's even less to look forward to. So what we did is we said, okay, we're going to donate 100% of our proceeds uh, from any non-alcoholic slushy sales to this fund that I've created. And um, from that, we're going to um, hold a ceremony for the graduated seniors. So they had already graduated virtually from Frankfurt High School at that time. And then what we're going to do is hold at the football field owned by the city. We're gonna have a, just a gigantic get together for the community uh, pending all this crisis, obviously. Um, and feed the entire community and have the kids get recognized because it's such a big deal in our community. And then we didn't stop there. We thought, you know, because it's about, we get about $5,000 off our non-alcoholic slushy sales a year. So that would go directly into the fund. And then it's also available for people to donate. And, um, you know, I get a little bit emotional about it. I've, I've talked to a couple of our regulars and within 30 seconds of telling them about the idea, they cut checks and sent them. So, uh, you know, people know how important community is in Frankfurt. And these people are not people from generally from our community. They're people from all over the country that have sent money in. So, um, and uh, the rest of the money that's left over from the fund is going to go directly to the school for athletic and academic programs. So usually in town, we have something called spring fling. And that raises around somewhere between 40 and $50,000 for academics. And they had to get canceled this year. So I'm trying to kind of fill in the gap um, because there's really no limit to how much we can raise with this program. So I, I hope I can raise what they raised and donate that to academics and still have some for athletics and whatever we can do. So. I don't know about you, Amy, but I'm ready to cut a check right now. <laughs> where, where can people uh, you know, send money or how, where can they get more information about the funds? So um, you can follow us on social media. We have a link to our website and then we have a blog created for it. Um, you can either send, basically, we put my cell phone number on the blog. You can call me for more information. Um, and yeah, I know everyone's going to be, my phone's been going off the hook, which is Are fantastic. you sure you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, I am sure. I am sure. 100%. I love that about, I love that about you. We'll put the links to everything in the post on MLive.com so people can find Awesome. You. Yeah. I mean, what's lost in the world is interpersonal conversation in like, you can easily send a text or an email, but I love talking to someone in person or talking to them on the phone. It makes that much of a difference. So, It's um, the true it, personal touch from Frank's. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And then we, um, we're in the process. We set, we set up an incorporation for it, and we're, we're waiting on getting the incorporation documents back because this all happens so fast. So basically, we have checks that we have to uh, put in this account, and we're getting the incorporation documents back on it today. Um, and then we'll share that information as well. So people can also use Venmo in that type of stuff once we have that set up. What I love about you, Joey, is that, you know, you are an entrepreneur, you keep track of the numbers, um, and it's hard to find those people that are numbers people, detail people, but also are caring and care about community and doing everything at once. Because usually it's one brain or the other brain, right? And uh, you kind of bring both of them together. And that's what's the cool thing about what you're doing there in Frankfurt. Yeah, it's just, you know, what I say is that we don't sell food at Frank's, we sell them experience. So, um, you know, the reason I got into the food industry is to make people happy. Whatever that may, by, may be, by food or by 
how you affect people on a daily basis is why I'm in this business. So if I can't serve food necessarily right at this moment, like I want to and have that personal contact, I need to do something to make people happy. It's just my ML. So. Well, it sounds like you're doing a, a really great job there. How many graduates did Frankfurt High School have this year? You know, I'm not sure. Um, you, I'm going to get uh, probably yelled at the right amount, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's usually around 30 to 35 students. That sounds about right. I was gonna say it's, it's a small school because you guys are a small community yes. that then blossoms in the summer when so many um, tourists, visitors, and summer residents come in. Yeah, and you know, our community depends so hard on the tourist aspect of everything. You know, um, Fourth of July week, we go from, you know, I think under 2,000 residents up to around 35,000 on the couple days around Fourth of July. And that's wow. that pay the bills in our community. Yeah. For most of the community. So there is definitely a, a, a general worry about what's going to happen this summer. But there's also, you know, um, all of this creates opportunity, I believe. It's just something we're going to have to, you know, adapt and do something different, but we'll figure out a way. Yeah, I was curious about uh, that. Um, what's this summer look like and what, what the local business community and what the residents are talking about? Because as you said, you do rely on tourism, right? Uh, Storm Club Brewing is just down the road. Um, we have some other great restaurants downtown. Uh, the Cabbage Shed is over in Alberta, right? Yeah. Um, so if you have a great, uh, you know, this group of restaurants and, and businesses and uh, everyone must be just kind of a little apprehensive right now. Well, they are. Um, Tony's probably going to shoot me for saying this, but... Uh, he opened up on his first weekend, and actually they were doing as good, if not better, than last year. So these people definitely want to go out and eat. And um, there's a, you know, definitely an anticipation, like they want to have Frank's hot dogs. They want to go have the crispy chicken sandwich over at the Cabbage Shed and Voodoo Shrimp, which he better serve next weekend or he's going to be very angry. <laughs> um, but, you know, other restaurants... It just depends because we all had such a great year last year that some people were more conservative in the off season. And, you know, it just, we're all worried. I mean, there's no two ways about it. It's, it's created a lot of stress. A lot of the businesses in our town have got the PPP loan, including us, which is very helpful. But at the end of the day, we need some sort of revenue moving forward. You know, it's great that we're able to co cover the wages for eight weeks, but you know, a lot of the businesses in Frankfurt are volume business. And without that volume, it's really hard to make money. You know, I can sell, you know, if I only do 100 people a day, it's 100 hot dogs or 100 euros, not, you know, 2,000 people a day like we're used to in July. So. Right, right. Interesting. John, well, do you have another? I, I'm sorry, I, this is the problem. Like, is he going to say something? Well, no, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Just, I, I, I was, was waiting to get let on. I was letting uh, Amy go there. I feel like I've been hogging a lot of the conversation. That's fine, John. No, you guys are good. <laughs> so, Joey, what um, can people expect when you do officially reopen? You said in, in two weeks. What, what can people expect? Is it going to be curbside? Is it going to be... We're going to do curbside. We're going to do delivery. And we're doing delivery in the short term until we can open the restaurant. Um, full menu? Know. Are you going to have the full menu? We're going to have the full menu, yes. So then let's um, get to one of our favorite dishes of all time, Mandit. Yes. 
which was Absolutely. discovered when you were in college. And now for people who yes. don't know the story, tell us the story behind Mandip because oh I seriously, goodness. we laugh every time we think about it. And it's so delicious. <laughs> and it's so funny. Yeah, give, give, us the, give us the PG version. <laughs> yeah, see, that's hard because there's nothing PG about being in college some of the time. So, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm sorry, no filter Joey today. Um, but, so basically it was really late one night in my fraternity. Um, I was just actually talking about the story a couple of days ago. My roommate is a doctor down in South Carolina. He's on the front lines and he's actually working in the ICU down there. Um, they actually have had a pretty good, uh, you know, it, it, it's ran pretty well in South Carolina. They haven't had much uh, fatalities or cases or that kind of stuff, but neither here nor there, we were talking about it and it was like 4.30 in the morning one night. So it would have been, we call it Saturday night, but it really for most people it would have been Sunday morning. And uh, we were up pretty late, and I basically put together the things that were in my fridge. And um, I was so tired that I would have forgot the ingredients that if I didn't write them down. So we put them together, and it was so good that all my friends said, if you don't put this in your restaurant when you open it, because, you know, even then I was like, I'm going to open a restaurant in Frankfurt, Michigan. So that we're going to, it's going to haunt you the rest of your life. So I wrote it down. We got it together and the rest is history. You know, we served it the first day we were open. It's weird. I can remember our first customers, Griffin Kelly. He's a local kid and he ordered a Panther dog, which is man dip, cheddar cheese, a hot dog and a bun. And he had six of them. <laughs> oh he had one and then he came up and ordered five more. So I knew we had something special at that point. That is so great. So for people who don't know what makes up man dip and you don't have to give away all your secrets. No, it's good. It's, it's all good. It's, it's a, basically my employees, like we get asked about 4,000 times a day, what is man dip so much so that we made bumper stickers that says, say what is man dip. <laughs> so it's a cream based chili with sweet green chilies, tomatoes, and a homemade sausage blend basically. Um, yeah, it's, uh, quite an easy recipe. It's obviously secretive, but we, uh, we go through on average, we go through a couple hundred pounds of it a day when we get really busy. So. And you, the great thing about that is you can put it on everything. Yeah, uh, yeah everything. <laughs> uh, like, like I'm, I am proof that you can put it on everything. All right. <laughs> like I'm sitting here in my apartment. <laughs> I am part yeah. man dip. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're actually like, so, uh, I had to stop making it this off season. <laughs> I had to, I had to like go on a break for a little while, doing man dip rehab, <laughs> having too much of it. So now my employees are going to go on strike if I don't have some soon. So I guess I'm going to have to make some. You got to just kind of ease into the season with the man dip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, when you have any restaurant, you get sick of the food that you have after a while. But then like two weeks after the season, you're like, where the hell is all this stuff? You know? <laughs> So, sorry about that. But, yeah, that's where we're at right now. So, I'm going to cook a big batch up for him today um, with my one arm. I call myself the one-arm chef now. Because you just recently had surgery on your shoulder. Yes, I had surgery two weeks ago. So, I, um, I have to cook with my off arm, but they'll help me. So Well, that's a good it's staff. None of them can know the recipe. So, I kind of have to do it by myself. So, it takes quite a while. It is but, secret. It's super secret. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, in two weeks... If people want to come up and get some carry out from Frank's or if they want yep. to support we opened your the effort, Friday the 22nd. Friday the 22nd. And you'll have all the information probably up on your Facebook page. Absolutely. I like that. Or Amy, you can just text them. Just text them directly. <laughs> just text them. Oh, Got his cell phone number here. <laughs>
Well, we also have our new website. Our marketing guy has done an unbelievable job with our website. And actually, when I talk about Frank's family, we have a Frank's family um, um, add-on to our blog every week where we do um, a highlight on a um, customer that's become part of the Frank's family. And you can find all the information for our open on there, and you can find all the information for our Frank's uh, Frank Panther Fund, so the slush fund. I love it. Well, it's all super good work, and thank you for continuing to bring light and love to the Frankfurt community, as well as some incredible man dip and awesome hot dogs. We love visiting you, and we hope we can get back up there this summer sometime soon, or at least in two weeks. I right, hope John? so, too. <laughs> yeah, Bar continuous. <laughs> Go ahead, Gonzo. I was going to say continued success. We look forward to seeing you, like Amy said, and uh, we'll see you soon, buddy. Absolutely. I, I can guarantee you guys that I'll be here for many years to come. We're prepared for it, and uh, we're here to make sure all the other restaurants in our community do as well, because we're all in this together. That's fantastic. Thank you, Joey Parchowski from Frank's in Frankfurt. If you want to get more information, you want to head to MLive.com. Thank you again for checking out the Michigan's Best Podcast. Want to take a moment to thank the other sponsors who are making these podcasts possible all May long. We're talking about Frankenmuth Credit Union, Northwoods Village, Fifth Third Bank, Stanley Steamer, and Chelsea State Bank. So thank you to all of them and to our other sponsors who are making these podcasts possible all May long. Be well, friends.